Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Out of Control, The New Biology of Machines, Social Systems, and the Economic World. If you are a fan of sci-fi movies, you will notice that the consciousness of robots is often depicted in these movies. Take the widely popular Marvel movie The Avengers. There are plenty of powerful robot characters such as the villain Ultron, a super robot created by humans. With a consciousness of his own, Ultron is dedicated to destroying all humans on Earth, becoming one of the Avengers' biggest foes. In nearly all movies, robots share the same conscious feeling of independence as humans who have already lost control of the former. Is this an inevitable outcome of robotic development? Yes, the book Out of Control will show you that out-of-controlness is the final outcome of robots' development. Moreover, just like the natural world, the artificial world will soon possess self-control, adaptability, and creativity. It will then ultimately be freed from human control. Out-of-controlness is even the final destiny and end of human development. According to Kelly, this is also the most beautiful outcome. Out of Control is a work that gives you food for thought about human society and the development of human civilization. Its author Kevin Kelly is regarded as a spokesman and observer of network culture. He is affectionately known as Maverick or by his initials KK. What Technology Wants which we have reviewed in another bookie is also one of his masterpieces. He was both the co-founder and executive editor of Wired magazine. Before founding Wired, he was also the editor and publisher of Steve Jobs's favorite magazine Whole Earth Review. He has had a tremendous impact on icons including Apple's founder Steve Jobs, Steven Spielberg director of E.T., and the Wachowski brothers who directed the Matrix series. The directors of the Matrix even required all the lead actors read the book out of control, because this work provides an in-depth analysis of the nature of technology and how it will develop. It makes reasonably accurate predictions about technology trends that we are now very familiar with, including the advent of the Internet of Things, virtual reality, cloud computing, and so on. Next, we will unlock the book in three parts to elaborate on why out-of-controlness is the final destiny and outcome of mankind. Part 1, See the logic of bios operating in natural systems from a hive mind. Part 2, Mankind introduces biologic into artificial systems. Part 3. The co-evolution of life and machines determines the direction of civilization. Let's now take a look at Part 1. See the logic of bios operating in natural systems from the perspective of a hive mind. If you observe honeybees flocking behavior, you will be amazed at the wonder of nature that you witness. We all know that bees live socially in colonies and that there is no ruler among them. Each bee is equal in the beehive though they differ from others in the division of labor. All bees live together in hives and carry out their tasks individually. When bees need honey, they go out by the thousands. Despite their loose structure, bee swarms aren't disordered but exhibit high levels of coordination. They look like a living animal from a distance. A hive mind is a term used by entomologists to describe the phenomenon of bees working individually but in perfect alignment with each other in a group. The hive mind is a common phenomenon in nature. 
it is evident not only among bees but seen in other social animals, such as ants. If you have ever watched ants move, you will notice a strong sense of purpose and direction in ant colonies. When moving, the ants advance towards the same destination. But if you observe them more closely, you will find that each ant is busy in its own way, going east and west at one time or another, seemingly confused and bewildered. However, it doesn't affect the overall marching of the army of ants. Ant colonies like bees possess hive minds. Each member of an ant colony does only its own task, but the ants coordinate very well as a group. Suppose we look at the hive mind from a scientific point of view. It is a distributed system a highly decentralized one without central control. Each individual is independent of each other but can be combined into a whole. The internet which we are very familiar with and can't do without is a vastly distributed system. Thinking back to the linkage between individuals and the internet, there is no central control, and individuals are mutually independent. Isn't this a feature of bee swarms? There is no central ruler in a bee swarm. Each bee works independently and contributes to the entire system from the bottom up. All bees collectively control the behavior of the entire swarm. Each bee influences the behavior of the swarm, but can't decide or control it. This is because the flocking behavior of the entire swarm is determined by collective voting. Take for example, the behavior of a bee swarm looking for a new home. When bees intend to seek a new home, a few worker bees will go out to search for a suitable place. If they manage to locate one, they will report back to the swarm by dancing, and the other bees in the swarm will go and examine the new site. If the inspector bees also think their new home is okay, they will dance with the bees who found it. The location of the new home is ultimately decided by majority rule. Distributed systems are also characterized by emergence, a term coined by John Wheeler. He argues that the superorganism of the hive emerges from the mass of ordinary insect organisms. This shows the process from quantitative change to qualitative change in flocking behavior. The occurrence of emergence mostly depends on a large enough number of individuals forming into a group, a community, or even a larger institution. When the number of bees in a swarm reaches a certain level, superorganisms will emerge. This is when a quantitative change leads to a qualitative change. Why can a bee swarm be considered a superorganism? Because its activities resemble a living organism, despite the fact that a bee swarm is not an organism per se. A telling example is the aforementioned collective selection of a suitable dwelling place for the bee colony to sustain itself. Emergence gives the swarm what individual bees don't have, such as memory. One speck of a honeybee brain operates with a memory of six days, the hive as a whole operates with a memory of three months, twice as long as the average bee lives. Such memory span, which exceeds a bee's life expectancy, results from bees congregating in large numbers. As thousands of bees appear to behave like superorganisms, hive mind also reflects the universal law in biological systems whereby higher-level complexities cannot be extrapolated by lower-level existences. Just as it's impossible to infer the behavioral traits of a bee swarm from those of its members, superorganisms possess many traits that individuals don't. All right. That concludes the first part of this bookie. We mentioned hive mind which is a system of distributed governance characterized by emergence. 
the group assumes attributes of superorganisms on the basis of individuals. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.